All right, we're recording. So uh, this is Exemplify Agile. Today's podcast, after a long hiatus, is uh, starting new Agile jobs. I'm here with Aaron Mark uh, again. Uh, so we both recently have started new jobs uh, in the Agile space. And uh, yeah, I kind of want to go over some of that, uh, how it went, what our routines are, like how we get acclimated to new environments. Uh, some of the new challenges we, we may have faced, and uh, you know how it's going. Aaron, how are you? Uh, I think I'm doing doing just fine, all things considered. All uh, things considered. <laughs> certainly, certainly did not, uh, did not get exactly what I signed up for, and it. It has been interesting and challenging in You broke up a little bit there. Can you try that again? Uh, uh, um, I'm trying to see if I can see my own head. Um, yeah, the, the, so, hang on, I'm going to, let me take care of a distraction. Let me do this. Yeah, okay. I think that's better. Um, yeah, the yeah, my my new gig has been interesting and challenging in different ways than what I'd expected. And I was I was expecting interesting challenges, different challenges than what we were dealing with over at the last place. Um, it yeah. It's just been, you know, some curveballs. Like, okay. Which you're not supposed to be. We're supposed to welcome challenges. I don't know. I don't know that every challenge can be welcomed as easily as as every other. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, let's let's start with expectations. Um, you said they were different than what you expected. What did you expect coming into this this role? Well, I expected, I think I expected a growing team. Mm -hmm. Not uh, so much? No, no. The, call it the opposite of that. Okay. But yeah, I, expe I expected a growing team and, right, like a, a bigger organization in the process of scaling that wanted to take, you know, smaller group successes kind of graph them on and instead it's like well how you know it's like a treading it's more like a treading water kind of thing okay right so yeah uh i also had i don't know if i had specific expectations um but I, I definitely came in looking for some some of the more common problems i've seen before and was kind of almost surprised to find that I wasn't facing the problems that I, I was as familiar with as I expected. Um, you know, that was actually kind of refreshing. It allows me to kind of look at larger, uh, I think, more advanced problems. Um, but, you know, I kind of came in expecting a fairly, I'd say, mature as far as like a 
organizational empowerment goes organization. Uh, and I, I, I did find that, um, you know, it, the people are all, I think, really good people. Um, and it's, it's been the, for me, like, like I was expecting at least some pushback for some of the things that I wanted to do with the teams. I'm not seeing that. Um, and like, in some ways that has left me like, being like, okay, well, that was easier than I thought. What do I do now? Um, so uh, at times I, I think it's a little challenging to just figure out what's next. Uh, that makes sense. Hmm. I, I guess so. What was the reason for bringing you on? Uh, they're rapidly growing. Uh, oh, okay. Not enough coverage. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was like, and they're still rapidly growing because, you know, unicorn status and all that. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been fun so far. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to continuing with them for a while, hopefully. Cool. So, what do you, I guess, what is your, what, what did you do when you first uh, started this new gig? You've been there, what, three months now, four months? It's been, I started in July, so is that, oh, no, seven, two, that's four months. Okay, been, four months. Been there four, four months. So, like, what's your, I guess, routine when you start with a new company, a new, new teams? What does that look like? Well, I mean, I kind of just, want to learn the lay of the land and maybe <laughs> the guy came in with higher expectations. So, so I just, I had to adjust. There's like, you know, Jira is not, wasn't intended to be used that way. And, but then the response is like, well, we didn't claim to be doing it right so, <laughs> you know it's like what, what, so that, what atrocities were they doing with jira um there are like 15 no more than 15 people on the team and there's like six projects <clears throat> So they're doing like six different boards to manage their work? Kind of. And also like concurrent sprints. Can, what, is that, what does that even mean? Can you, you, can have, you can have two sprints open at the same time in a single project. Then have like... I didn't know you... I didn't even know you could do this. And so I had a little bit of like a, what is it? Like a, like a, it was like a, like a tick. Like every time <laughs> I had to get, I had to get used to that. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if that was worth changing initially. Cause it's not like it's a big, you know, everybody else is operating that way. It's not like that's the most important thing to change. And it's kind of a, it's potentially very disruptive and if I were to do that immediately it might create a lot of confusion that I can't actually 
I won't know how to undo. I think that's a good thing to, to really consider is like, where do we make changes uh, and, and what the impact will be, right? Like you have to consider both the, the pros and the cons. Like in your mind, it sounds like they are just running a sprint until it's every, all the work's completed, then closing it and then running the next sprint, like um, concurrently, like overlapping. So I'm, I can't, no, it was. Like what, what is going on in JIRA right now? You can have, There were sprints being used in the way that you might have used a release version for, or a feature epic for. Uh, they don't have like time boxes then? They just sort of go and... Well, um, I don't remember exactly what they were doing when I got here, because there were, there were, you know, they did start and end sprints, but I don't, I don't know if the idea of a time box was completely understood, okay. but it's like you would have, right, but to have concurrent, like, same time box sprints was like, like, why are you doing this? <laughs> Fair enough. So that, that, that definitely took me, and again, like I acknowledge that that probably wasn't like a big fish to fry immediate issue, but it, it's, it, it's still a little bit like, because we haven't completely like shelved that, like it's still around and it definitely bothers me. And I, I'll like, like out of habit, just like mention that it bothers me, but I know I'm not doing anything about it. So I should probably stop doing that. Um, because I've decided to just sort of defer the issue until, until I can put everything together at a, when it makes sense. <laughs> it's like I cannot. It, it was it was like the only way you would do this is if you had like a fundamental misunderstanding of some of the the like basic componentry of, of Jira, and it, it was just like how did that happen? <laughs> so, uh, and you know agile scrum in general but uh yeah but i mean like nobody was you know, that wasn't their focus you know nobody was focused on doing scrum correctly right this was a this they had a product they have a product owner who used to be a he used to be a customer which is like a great it's a great deal for the team Mm -hmm. You had a team that used to be a startup and it got bought, which is also good. But then they were doing like, what do you call it? Mm. They had most of multiple customers and they development for, I think originally it used to be like a, like a, like a custom software shop for clients, like whatever they wanted. And then they, they were specializing in the healthcare space and they specialized in a particular kind of product, but then they still had multiple, multiple products or, or sorry, multiple, multiple clients and each one gets a separate version of the product or a separate configuration mm -hmm. and it's their own deployment of it. So very different than what we were doing where, you know, you just had to support the one, the one mm -hmm. product. 
so this i mean it's not it's not insane what they were trying to do given um given the nature the nature of the work and their customers and the product there was just a a easier a more natural mechanism to do that within their workflow management tool so again like that you know that wasn't the that that was not the constraint that's not the big constraint here right it's just super annoying <laughs> to the to the real scrum master that they brought in right it was just like <laughs> so you know it was annoying but you didn't force the issue which is i think is fantastic i mean if you were like no we have to change this now because it's wrong it probably wouldn't go over well especially if you couldn't tell them like why it was like bad for them right uh, no, i mean i think i think now actually I, I could it's just not i don't know if it's worth it because it'd still be a little bit of like a an administrative overhead headache for everybody okay. to be like, where did, you know, where did my tickets go? It's like, we can just, like, we can just do this until we close out a release and then we'll, we will, we will do things more or less as one team, one board. I think in the, the context of a professional services model, which is what you're kind of describing, right? Uh, it makes sense to me. Because that way you have, like, I think a, a grouping of customer work that if you're billing by, like, a certain chunk of work, you can say, like, this is your chunk of work for this customer, you know, and keep it, it might be easier to organize and identify and, and bill in that scenario, potentially. I mean, I still think you do the separate, you associate with a release, or release version. I'm not saying there aren't better ways to do it. I'm saying I can understand yeah. how they might gravitate towards something like that to visualize the work for a single customer. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. So what are the issues you decided to chase down? Well, two weeks in, a, uh, it's an, there's an interesting term for layoffs that I don't know if it was invented here, but um, popularized here. What was the term? For risk? <laughs> oh, yeah, reduction in force. That is... Okay, so a, you're totally... Uh-huh. Okay, I had been caught right. up in a rift before, uh, a long time ago. Did you write it successfully? Did you... Oh, no, they closed down that office. So, no, I did not. I mean, that's how I ended up at, the, you know, the last, our last employer. So, uh, and, you know, it was okay. It was not... I'm employable. I'm okay with it. Yeah, so I mean, so I think I think the bigger issues are is one of like, you know, motivation, vision. Like, where where is this with a with a seemingly shrinking team with an important, as far as we know, a very important business critical product. You know, what's what's the vision? What's the future? Because without that, you know, it's hard not to take a look at our, you know, now office is almost half the size of what it was when I joined. Wow. That and is say, hey, reduction. this is, this is a, uh, you know, get the, imp the impression that, you know, you work for a 
a product organization instead of a morgue, right? That's the... Um, do you say a morgue? Yeah. And, well, I, you know, that's the term that somebody, a, a different, different employer that cut my contract very short, that was, I'm still friends with somebody there. Shortly after I left, there was a huge riff, and, and that is how they describe things was, yeah, we, yeah, I mean, like a bomb went off in the, in the office, and it was like, you know, you couldn't talk about it, right? So we're not, that is not how things have been handled here, and I mean, that's something that I've been trying to push on, and I think we had some positive conversation last week from the from the, the VP who I, I, is like the local leader in, in terms of like, hey, here's, here's what we have right now. Yes, the product's important and it may not look like that, but <laughs> here's, here's what, what he knows and what he was able to share. And I think that that was, that was helpful. I mean, it, may, it maybe sucked that there had to be a very, um, you know, somebody had to, a key person had to resign to force that conversation, basically. But the reset, what came out of that reset was helpful. Will we be able to continue on that trajectory? I don't, I don't know. I think that's going to be very important as we like more closely integrate with our corporate overlords. Yeah, the the absorbing entity or the piece of the absorbing entity because we've got there's like I'm gonna go with corporate or overlords I think because there's like there's like the business unit and then there's the thing over over the business unit so we'll see how that goes hopefully it can be it can be a positive thing right because we're gonna be leaving behind the office is gonna move mm -hmm. and I don't um the real question people, is, is how is that going to affect your commute? It will get better for me because hmm. if that I was ex I was basically banking on this move to happen, <laughs> and if it wasn't a possibility, I probably wouldn't have taken the job. Okay. Other people here, I you know, it is they're thinking of relocating so that so that it's a more manageable commute for them. Right, so it's not, and not everybody has a positive, has a, is looking at it so positively as I am. Um, but I, mean, I think- That's still, a, I think, a pretty high level dedication if you are looking to relocate for like a better commute to a new office. Like that, I think is a good sign for like morale at least. Sounds like it. Yeah. Well, well, no, it's a, this office is probably preferable for everybody that's been working here. I'm the only one, I'm probably the only person benefiting from the relocation. I was just saying, if people are considering relocation, relocating oh. to the office, like the new office, like that, yeah. says they're at least committed to the company still, right? Despite the, the reduction in force. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I'm thinking of one person. I don't know if everybody feels that way. And uh, 
but you know, I'm just I'm just like trying to remind them that there's some flexibility, certainly in the interim, about you know the if you're not if you're not planning to move until the summer and we move next quarter. Mm, can you work from home part time or you know half a day mornings or like those things I think are obviously on the table. I don't. I'm just like trying to remind people that are that are seeing the negative, and I think that's that's something that I've been trying to focus on. Right, is trying to see. Okay, yeah, this was this was maybe not like clearly. We have not been in the most positive of circumstances, and and highlighting the negatives is not is really not going to help us um, in the next in in the next twelve months. Right? Yeah, it's good. This is a good good observation. Uh, let Let's talk about commutes for a minute. Uh, <laughs> How so, was your commute this morning, Jason? Uh, I think it took like I don't know. 15 seconds uh give or take maybe maybe a little less uh and that that that's been a big adjustment for me right um the, the fully remote teams uh well i think is preferable to some people being remote i think it's it's much better when the entire team like and everyone on the team is not in an office um and mm. we're all facing the same problems right we're not having one person who's like feeling disconnected because if one person's feeling disconnected from the team, we all are, and we all feel it and we all fix it. Right. Um, and I think that's been a uh, really like a very positive thing. Like um, another thing is I, I didn't realize like, I think quite how much they do to really like enable and, and make the remote culture more inviting and more uh, inclusive. Um, like there's a ton of different things that, that we do here, uh, that like keep people connected and I guess I almost artificially create the, the, the like break room banter, if you will. Um, there's like, like a, a bot that matches people up. So we have like every couple of weeks we meet with a couple of people randomly and like, if you want to, it's optional. Um, and just get to know other people in the company. Um, and I've got a like ton of it's meetings. It's like all, it's like all through like a Slack kind of thing. Yes. Slack bot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's really cool. Um, you know, just and the things that that, that are, are that that keep people engaged is, is really impressive. And that's been something that's been kind of surprising to me, like how, not just like, oh yeah, we're we're a remote company, but like how much this company, like really, like does not just embrace the remote remote culture but like enables it and keeps it healthy um it's been really cool to watch um and i've been really happy with it um you know but at the same time like i think that and the uh, we, they realize this that like meeting face to face occasionally is valuable and uh, i just had an offsite with one of my teams uh, we all met up we all stayed in an airbnb i mentioned this to you before uh this is all last week um and you know what like it was really cool to see these people i've been talking to on, on on video chat for the last 
you know, several months, um, like in person and like how, how quickly everyone just sort of like clicked and like worked together was really, was fun to watch. Like, you know, it was, I was a little apprehensive at first, like we're all going to be staying in the same house. Like this could get awkward fast. Right. Um, but people were really like, everyone was friendly and, and, and they were like very open and it was just, it was a fun, fun experience and we got a lot done and would recommend, uh, I guess is the short version. So, um, yeah, for me, the, the biggest thing, like starting this position was like how, how being remote for a, a, a an agile job, which is so people centric was going to be like, I was worried it'd be really challenging, right. To really connect with people and to, to, to make those, those like build that, that trust with your team. Um, and I was, that was what I was expecting going in. I was expecting like, okay, like how am I going to figure out how to do these things? How am I going to figure out how to, uh, you know, build, build the relationships that I need to be successful. Right. Um, but then I found out like, you know what, it wasn't that hard. It was surprisingly easy. Um, like, and maybe it's like the, the hiring process being so intensive and finding good people makes it that much easier. And maybe it's the, the things that they do to enable the remoteness, uh, remote nature of the, the company. Uh, but like, that was like my first expectation. Like this isn't my first hurdle to overcome. Like when I'm trying to like learn about people, like this is going to be a problem. Right. And it just wasn't. And that kind of took me by surprise. Uh, so now I'm just sort of, I guess, in a more normal routine, although I would say the teams that I'm working with right now are really healthy. Um, so it's a lot of fine tuning and looking for, for more potential organizational problems, um, which is fine. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to do that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been, been a lot of fun so far. Nice. Uh, so there was no 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 riffs in the first month, like <laughs> so that's always good. Uh, None instead of two. <laughs> one of the biggest challenges actually is like the how much we're hiring and how like that affects like team dynamics, right? Like maintaining positive team dynamics with like constantly either splitting teams or growing teams. Like that's I think that's the next challenge we're facing because a couple of my teams are looking to kind of split soon. Um, so uh that's one of the challenges i'll be facing soon um but yeah I, I think that like you know expectations going into a, a new agile job uh really need to to be i think we both have, have experienced this like you can have expectations but you need to be willing to to change them and reset them because what you think you know once you get into the into the muck if you will uh is subject to change right so, yep, and figure out you know what's going to be you know, what's worth keeping you in it. Like I mean, like at the end of the day, I don't. I mean, I'm not going to encourage anybody who's at this place to stick around if they don't think it's it's worth it. And I have the same expectation of, of myself. I still think there's there's some interesting growth opportunities for me here. They're just sort of they're just sort of different. 
different ones than I than I imagined. Right. This is going to be. This isn't the only place dealing with a a reduction, and then oh crap. Now, you know, somebody somebody left because you had a because they didn't feel so hot about the the trajectory of, of things and how that was going, and you've got a critical product or piece of the application, the business to support. That's <clears throat> and how did we get here? Like, I mean, I still don't think I fully understood understood that, like how decisions are made. Because I haven't, I don't think I've been here long enough to appreciate it. So let's, I guess, flip, like switch switch gears a little bit here. Um, What's your favorite experience so far? Mm. I mean, the I don't I don't think this has changed. Like you know, the the interview I used together, but it was still it was fundamentally a solid, talented team that has fun together and I think that's still that's still the case it's just uh I mean this is this has definitely been a rough patch so we so I we actually did well it wasn't exactly a retrospective right I was gonna I was gonna say a retrospective at the bar it wasn't quite that we just went to the bar and played played some games Right, but it was it was a it was a planned it was a planned offsite, and it's probably completely inappropriate for for work. Like, got a, a screen share together with David. Uh, do you play Jackbox? I do not play Jackbox. Okay, well, don't play it at work. <laughs> We're on a work computer. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll avoid it on work computer. Yeah, but it, that was pretty. I mean, I think that I think that was entertaining that we were able to have that went out, had fun together, at least with with the, the people that that chose to participate. And there's still some healthy banter or joke making. I think. I mean, that, that's that's what I like is the everyday interactions with the with the team. I mean, the fun that comes out of just what I imagine to be just sort of working together with people you like doing something that you don't hate. That's a, a <laughs> high bar and doing things you don't hate. Don't hate. Um, my favorite experience. Well, I, I feel like the knife forging team building events high up there. Uh, Cause that was awesome. Um, I think the best thing that I've experienced is is a series of events. Um, It started with this really, I would say, almost pivotal, like very like key project um, that came to the team. And it didn't come as a like, we have to do this now request. It came as a, we'd really like to do this. We think it's really important to the company. Here's why. 
can you do it? Uh, and, you, and the team was allowed to choose like, yes or no. Like we feel like we can do this by that date or we don't. And they, they had, you know, some research, they did, you know, they talked about it a lot and they committed to it. And then uh, actually during this offsite, like they had a end to end working demo of this thing. And like they put in extra hours, not because anyone told them to, but because like they had like this like sense of ownership over this, this code. And it wasn't because like someone told them they had to have a sense of ownership. It was because like they were given that opportunity to say yes or no and to choose when not to do it. And like seeing that whole thing come full circle and seeing the way that, that they came together and delivered, like that for me was like really, really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, just to see something as important as this project was to, to be like left up to the team to decide if they were able to and decided to do it or not was really cool. And the result of that kind of uh, autonomy of a team and how that actually impacts them was cool. You know, like leaders who know the definition of autonomy, super cool. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, let's not get into that. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, I think given everything, I mean, I think we've got, you know, at least our, our department level leader. We could we could do a lot worse, and so I mean that's kind of a a, a saving grace here, right? Because so you like them is what you're saying? Yeah, and, and but I think it also like puts, I mean, I'm not pretending that we don't exist in an enterprise software organization within a fairly. It, regulated industry right those are those are those are big constraints those are big those are those are those put some serious boundaries on on things but there are still we have options and flexibility that i think a lot of other teams don't have mm -hmm. And I think that this, is just, this is just one of the things to take stock of and to to appreciate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, see, see if we can we can get back onto a positive trajectory, All right? And it might, you know, I might, I I might not, I might not be able to say that six months from now, but. Whatever I can, I can worry about that six months from now. Right now, I'm, I'm just trying to. Hey, what are what are the things that we can look forward to, short term? And I think we've got a leader that does that. His last week, I mean, very clearly, there's there's trust in the team, and I think that I think that's I think that's very important. Even in, I mean, that that's like, and the thing is, it's free. Right, I mean, we, like, there's so much crap that's going wrong here, right? That's going wrong in the bigger organization, and, it, and there are things that you that you can control that, that our leaders can control, and so this stuff, this stuff is free. I like that. It's a good way to put it. Like, trusting your team is free. 
feel like you should put that on a, on a, a t-shirt. <laughs> I'd buy that t-shirt, Aaron. Just saying. Well, and I was wondering, I was wondering if that was, if we didn't have that trust or if it was an issue as of, you know, a, a, a month or so in, right? And mm-hmm. I, And I think that's important. It, it, you know, it's it's at some point that that's going to be somebody tested with, you know, okay, now are we getting are we getting the the investment and the help and certain tangible things we'll need to follow. So, uh, I don't. I don't, I, I don't think you can just have it. Can't just have trust and then and then not actually bring in the things that the team asked for when they ask for it right and it's two ways as he's as he's sort of reminding us like like you can always ask right i might say no but bring the i brought up a ridiculous idea that i expected that it was like can we move can we just move everybody to texas because it's cold <laughs> You want to come back to Texas, Aaron? Is that what you're telling me? I mean, it was it was a joke suggestion. I was I was uh, I was feeling defeated by the weather in Chicago. Ah, you didn't say no. He we'll said this other it. thing. This other thing that was much harder to do would have to happen first, and I was like, all right, all right. I'll put together the business case. <laughs> that does seem like a ridiculous request, Eric. You know, I mean, but I, I think that, I, and I know I'm making like like one one that's not happening. It's a preposterous suggestion, but I I think that is kind of. I think leaders may want to think about that. Of like, think about entertaining preposterous suggestions and say, here is the circumstance under which. I'd be willing to talk about it instead of just saying, no, get the fuck out of my office, right? Which, which is, is not a what family friendly podcast. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> is it? No. Please, fix it in post. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'll leave it in, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, I think there are, I think there are leaders like that, or, you know, they give, they, you know, they don't need to. They give up the impression that it's a closed door. Don't bring me problems even don't even don't even ask because i don't want to hear it and I, I think i think people that are you know i mean making time for absurd conversations but really more just like listening to what's happening to make sure that you understand what the you know how people in the mood so that you don't have a bunch of departures on your hand and you know that might be It'd be a little bit late for us, but you know, better late than never. Yeah. All right, let's try to wrap this up. Um, give me your, I guess, Cliff Notes version of starting a new job, a, a new Agile job. Are you able to go first? It'll it'll probably help me. 
Uh, I'm just going to quote month. you a couple times. Uh, okay. Trust is free and entertain the impossible. There you go. Um, All right. All right. Okay. Realistically speaking, I think it's about like keeping an open mind, um, like being curious, uh, figuring out what the situation is, and, and challenge your expectations. Uh, I mean, I think that's that's the theme I've heard today. Um, and I think that's, you know, the best advice I could give anybody it, it, when it comes to starting a new job. Like once you're in the door, you obviously have the skills, believe in yourself. Um, and then, you know, challenge your expectations and, and, and be curious. And also trust is free and entertain the impossible. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do those things? And we, we can leave it at that. If you're happy with that, we can, we can call that a, a podcast. I'm happy. With, I think I'm happy. With that. I'm happy with your summary. All right. Uh, well, thanks for doing this, Aaron. I do appreciate it, uh, as always. And yeah. uh, stay warm in Chicago. Uh, I will try to not have some AC on in Texas. So. Yeah, let me know how those cold days go. I, I will. I'll let you know. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So until next time, fail fast and learn something.